0: to the nick and nolan show a buffalo rumblings podcast with your host nick bat
1: sometimes i'll start a sentence and i don't even know where it's going i just hope i find it along the way
0: and bruce nolan
1: i once worked with a guy for three years and never learned his name best friend i ever had Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining me for this special edition of the Nick and Nolan Show. I'm your host, Bruce Nolan, and we're here with some breaking news. The first unrestricted external free agent signing of the 2020 offseason is upon us. A.J. Klein, linebacker, previously of the New Orleans Saints and previously before that from the Carolina Panthers. Yes, there it is again. We signed him to a three-year, $18 million deal with $9.7 million guaranteed. He will clearly be playing in three linebacker sets. He has familiarity with Sean McDermott, played just a hair under 71% of the snaps for New Orleans in 2019, totaling two and a half sacks, 69 tackles, 47 solo tackles, a forced fumble and an interception overall. AJ Klein has been a very average player throughout his career, but given the fact that he's going to be playing 10 to 15 snaps a game and he's going to be playing on special teams, it's not really a significant role for him. We needed someone to be able to do the things that he does. So we signed an average player to what I would consider to be an average to maybe a smidge overpay of a contract for a person of that type. But... It is something that we know that Sean McDermott wanted to have done. And I do think the special teams value kind of plays into this a little bit because Lorenzo Alexander, for all the things that he was, he was also a special teams demon. And you can't really replace him with one player. We've talked about this, but we're replacing aspects of Lorenzo Alexander, not replacing Lorenzo Alexander with somebody else. And the aspect of Lorenzo Alexander that we're replacing now is the third linebacker off the ball in three linebacker sets and the special teams and the run stuffing. And those are the things that A.J. Klein was brought in to do. Obviously, there's plenty of, hmm, I would say, discomfort on Twitter right now regarding the Bills not making a splashy, specifically offensive maneuver thus far in free agency. But this was pretty much to be expected. Brandon Bean flat out said we're not going to play in the deep end of the pool the way we played last year in 2019, the deep end of the pool, signing tons of new players, basically remaking the entire offense in one offseason. That's not really where they're going to go this year. In addition, Brandon Bean flat out said we're not one player away. So if you take those two things together, we're not one player away and we're not going to play in the deep end of the pool, I don't know why we'd be expecting swinging for the fences with a big offensive free agent. But this is the first one out of the gates. It's A.J. Klein, And I think overall, this is a comfort signing for the Bills. This is a, okay, we have a hole here. We just want to fill it with someone we're comfortable with. And A.J. Klein. you know, he's going to show up. He's going to do his job. He's been reliable, he's been available, he hasn't been dynamic. But do you need a dynamic player for a role that specific, that niche, and that small? No. Would I argue that $6 million average annual value is probably a little high for that role? Yeah, I would argue that. But we don't know the full details of the contract yet. It literally just broke a few minutes ago. I am currently engaged in a thread on Twitter where I'm trying to react to NFL-wide signings using only GIFs. And I'm going to try and do this throughout the offseason. I'm going to see how far I can make it. But I'm going to try to respond using only GIFs of Ron Swanson, Captain Holt, Barney Stinson, Perry Cox from Scrubs, and Bruce Nolan. And for this particular signing, I used Ron Swanson saying, you had me at meat tornado. And that's really, I think, a pretty good way of summing up my feelings. You know what? I'm fine with it. You know, we needed some meat. We needed some run stuffing. We needed that special teams physicality. And we got it. Do I think it was a smidge of an overpay? Yeah, I think I probably was. But I think that having that as a comfort level for the Bills, who oftentimes struggled a little bit with their run defense last year. This will help with that. And I think this is one of those things where just the comfort was worth a little bit of the overpay. Now, it's also important to note that during the three years he was in New Orleans, he played markedly more percentages of the snaps because he played multiple linebacker spots versus the amount of snaps he played when Sean McDermott knew him. When Sean McDermott knew him, he was playing 27, 29, and 33% of the snaps. Then he goes to New Orleans, he plays 73, 66, 70% of the snaps. So what kind of role does Sean McDermott have in mind for him? I would argue it's probably something closer to the Carolina snap count, mostly because the Bills have Milano and Edmonds already. A.J. Klein's not taking snaps away from them, although he could simultaneously play at the Sam in three linebacker spots and also back up Matt Milano. That's a possibility. But in addition to that, the Bills play a lot of nickel. They play a lot of nickel. And so that third linebacker is not going to play an overly large percentage of the snaps. That's just not what it's going to look like in Sean McDermott's defense. They like to play nickel, and it's not because they didn't have a third linebacker they liked. It's simply the way the league is trending. There are less and less and less three linebacker sets on defense than ever before because there are less and less and less base offense. You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes base offense than there's ever been in the NFL. It's really a pace and space sort of offense. Now, that's the way it works. Smaller, faster players on the line of scrimmage, and that forces you out of base defense and it forces you into nickel and dime and for that, I think maybe $6 million a year, You know, almost $10 million fully guaranteed over the course of three years, maybe a little bit much. But overall, this is a reasonable signing for a reasonable need. This was a, hey, we can't get Christian Kirksey, or we interviewed him, we talked to him, we preferred Klein, whatever it is. This is a, we needed a third linebacker signing. And that's a perfectly reasonable need, and it's a perfectly reasonable contract for that need. Now, where does this leave the Buffalo Bills going into day two of the legal tampering period tomorrow? Well, as far as needs it, as Everson Griffin, Jadavian Clowney, Dante Fowler, all still on the market. In addition, with wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders still on the market, Devin Funchess still on the market. I'm not a you know Devin Funchess guy, but Taylor Gabriel, if the Bills who did not tender Isaiah McKenzie, want to try and upgrade that position on the market. Amari Cooper, the big fish at the wide receiver position, still on the market. Randall Cobb on the market. Travis Benjamin on the market. Brashad Perriman, who I know was a very significant target for a lot of Bills fans, still on the market. Wide receiver, edge rusher, still on the market there. So, all hope is not lost. It is not time to panic. If you've been listening to what Brandon Mean has said to you, this would pretty much be expected for what's been going on thus far in free agency. While we're talking about free agency, that Quentin Spain contract looking pretty good right about now, considering Eric Flowers got double the money in average annual salary. That Quentin Spain contract is looking like an absolute marvel. If I was doing sound bites inserted into this pod, I would use the You're a Wizard Harry from Harry Potter right about now to describe Brandon Bean and him signing Quentin Spain, who's a perfectly reasonable guard, to a perfectly reasonable guard contract. So, Bill's Mafia, day two is upon us very, very soon. It is 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now on Monday the 16th. And so we are an hour and a half from being in day two of illegal tampering, period. Bill's Mafia, stay cool out there. This has been The Nick and Nolan Show on A.J. Klein and Day One of Free Agency. I know you really need some encouragement now, so I'm going to tell you something that's very special to me, and I want you to keep it close to your heart so that you can have this encouragement going into Day Two, and it's this.
0: I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl. I like a do da cha-cha.